0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: When people talk about climate change, they're talking about a lot of issues besides just the weather and the environment. It's part of what makes it all so politically charged. It speaks to economics, who can afford to make changes and who can't, to international affairs, what should the U.S. do or not do about something that might impact the whole globe, along with larger views on science, on expertise, and of course on the government, especially in this very polarized climate. Hi again, I'm Anthony Salvanto, of CBS News, and on this episode of Where Did You Get This Number we will take you inside America's views on climate change. The stories behind the polling numbers, why it can be such a challenge for pollsters to get those numbers in the first place, and whether America's views on all this are themselves, well, changing. All that's next. To talk about climate change, I am here with my colleague, Fred Backus, also of the CBS News Election and Survey Unit. Fred, welcome. Thank you very much. Fred, we have just really come out of the field with some new numbers on global warming, on climate change. And I think the way we want to walk folks through this, the way we often think about it, is in three buckets, if you will. And one of them is talking about is it happening and the impact. And one is what to do about it. And then the third is the economic and maybe even symbolic influence or impact that it has. So straight out of the gate, let's give folks what what we came out of in our latest
0: poll. Well, 62% of Americans now think global warming is due to human activity. Another 22% think it's due to natural patterns. Only 7% think global warming does not exist. That's not all that different overall from what we got last year, where 61% said that it was caused by human activity. So a majority of Americans think this is happening and we are causing it. And, you know, I was
1: looking all the way back to the 90s when the CBS News poll started asking
0: about this. What's changed over time, if anything? Well, people do believe global warming is a problem and exists more than they did before. For that question I just mentioned, we started asking that in 2011, not that long ago. But back then, only 42% of Americans thought global warming was caused by human activity. Now, 62% think it's caused by human activity. Uh, That's a 20-point increase. Yeah. You know, I was looking
1: back at the 1997 poll that CBS did on this, and one of the things they asked then was, Do you think that it's having an impact now or do you think it will have an impact in the future, but not back then? And it was 28 percent back in 97 that said impact now, but 51 percent in the future. So in some respects, as people sort of looking forward and then now we're picking up that they do think that there is an impact.
0: That's right. Now, 53 percent of Americans say it's a serious impact now. Only 26 percent think it's in the future. Um, what's interesting about that particular trend is, yeah, as you said, way back in 97 in 2001, 35 percent said it was a serious impact now. But already by 2007, we had a majority of Americans, 55 percent, saying it was a serious impact now. But then it went down again. So we've seen this number go up and down because once again, in 2010, that number dropped again to 38 percent. Give us the splits on on how Democrats versus Republicans feel on this one. Well, Republicans are more skeptical of global warming, but many of them do believe in its effects. You look at the question we asked today, you know, we have 75 percent of Democrats and 63 percent of independents saying that global warming is caused by human activity. Only 45 percent of Republicans agree, but still, that's nearly half. Yeah, I mean, if you put that into context,
1: there are not that many issues where you can find 45 percent of Republicans saying the same thing as a majority,
0: even a large majority of Democrats. And the split is more dramatic um, when you look at what the impact of global warming is. 72% of Democrats say it has a serious impact now. A slight majority of independents agree. 29% of Republicans say it has a serious impact now. Republicans are more likely to believe that it's caused by human activity than they are to believe that it's having a serious impact now as opposed to in the future. But most Republicans do think it's having an impact. Only a third say it's having no serious impact at all. And I think when we approach this as pollsters and we talk about
1: an impact and what, what somebody thinks it's doing or changing... You know, that's a very particular word because you have to try to understand how somebody evaluates that impact. Does that mean it's causing more storms? Does it mean the temperature is fluctuating? We don't often know what it is that somebody's using to measure impact. But the partisan aspect of this strikes me as well because it could be a number of explanations – One could be on both sides, and this is Democrats and Republicans, people
0: follow party cues. That's absolutely true. And we actually see that in one of our questions. When we asked how serious an impact global warming was having back in 2001, 42% of Republicans said it was having a serious impact. Then by April 2010, What was happening then? We had the Tea Party movement. We had a big Republican backlash. That 42% dropped to just 15% of Republicans who believe global warming is having a serious impact now. And that brought the overall number of uh, percentage of Americans down from 55% in 2007 to 38% in 2010, saying that global warming had a serious impact. Um, Now we're we're looking at, again, a a majority, 53% saying it has a serious impact now. But things are more partisan than they were back in 2001. But back then we had, what, 42% of Republicans saying it has a serious impact now. Now just 29% of Republicans are saying that. While Democrats and independents, even more of them are saying it has a serious impact. So there are partisan differences. And the, the people's views of this, yeah, can be shifted by the political climate that the questions being asked in.
1: We're going to take a break here, and when we come back on the other side, we'll talk about America's views on what, if anything, to do about climate change. This is The Takeout
0: with Major Garrett. Every week, an extended conversation at a restaurant at our nation's capital with newsmakers like Democratic Senator Mark Warner. What we want to try to do is give the American people the truth. President's attorneys Jay Sekulow and Rudy Giuliani. It is a no collusion, absolutely no obstruction. Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang. I think we should have a psychologist in the White House. Politics, policy, and a side of pop culture. The Takeout with me, Major Garrett.
1: And we're back talking about climate change. So, Fred, the other part of this is then what it is that people think ought to be done about it. There's what you can do on a personal level, but then there's also what the United States can do on a national level uh, and certainly on an international level. I was looking back at a poll CBS did back in 2015 and this was right before the Paris climate conference and the question was should the US join an international treaty to reduce global warming it was 66% saying that the US should with 42% of republicans saying yes and and then many more 82% of democrats saying that they should but of course the argument then goes back and says well you know it, should the US do something unilaterally if everybody else isn't going to follow along
0: we asked that question you know and 50 percent of americans said the u.s needs to take the lead in trying to prevent global warming but 25 percent said the u.s should only take part if other countries are also taking part that the u.s shouldn't necessarily be the one taking the lead in this it should be in partnership with other countries another 22 percent said the u.s well it has more immediate problems than global warming And, well, no surprise, we see a partisan split on that as well. 66% of Democrats and a slight majority of independents think the U.S. needs to take the lead. Republicans, only 28% think the U.S. needs to take the lead. Most think the U.S. should do something, but many think, a third, think it only should do something in partnership with other countries. It shouldn't necessarily take the lead on this issue.
1: You know, and that's part of the, the political dynamic, too. There's going to be costs involved in doing something then those folks are basically saying, well, we or the U.S. will be willing to bear those costs, but only if they're shared. And you know, then there's what you do about it on a personal level, on a local level, and we've
0: gotten going after that as well, right? Yeah, that's right. 49% of Americans think it's important to do something to protect the environment overall, even if it costs time and money to yourself personally. 38% think it's important, but they don't really have time to do that right now. Just 10% think it's not important at all. And you'll see a difference in income on that particular issue. People with more income say it's important. They, they'll do it even with the time and cost of the effort. But people with lower income, well, they, they say, well, I, I don't have the money right now. I, I don't have the time. That's one of
1: my favorite, if you will, questions in this whole series. Because I, for me, it explains a lot of why people think what they think. Mm-hmm. There is an immediacy to
0: taking action right now. It might affect your pocketbook. Absolutely. And, and on the other hand, sometimes these partisan shifts may not just be a knee-jerk you know, partisan reaction, but how you look at the issue. We know that Republicans are more likely to see global warming as being caused by natural patterns. Therefore, maybe it makes sense that Republicans don't think the U.S. should be putting so much effort into stopping global warming because if it's not caused by man-made issues, maybe it's harder to solve. So maybe they think, you know, it's, it's a problem that, can't be solved by the government. Well, that's a great point. If you if
1: you don't think it can be fixed, then any effort or cost you put into trying to fix it is by definition a waste. Absolutely. Hey. And
0: we asked this question, can humanity, not just the United States, but humanity, do something to stop climate change? Six in 10 say, yes, humanity can do something to stop climate change. Um, most Democrats, again, most independents say Yes, it can. Less than half Republicans say this, but maybe because they view climate change as not something that we created in the first place, so maybe we can't solve it. What's also interesting is whether
1: or not you say this is climate change or whether you say this is global warming. Mm -hmm. And that kind of phrasing, it's been the subject of controversy around polling, around political discourse for a while. We have plenty of data with both of those phrases in the questions. I mean, to my eye, there isn't actually a lot of difference anymore. And that may be because the political dialogue has sort of started using some of them interchangeably.
0: Yeah, and it uh, creates problems for pollsters if you've been asking the same question one way. And the political debate on the or the, the cultural debate on the question is starting to shift to another term. But all your trend data is based on this one question and this one wording. So if you switch it, is it because of the wording change or because you know, public opinion has actually changed? We run into this all the time. Yeah, there was
1: a uh, exit poll question not long ago that actually did both. Well there you go. Um, exactly. And so it, that asked, this is the twenty fourteen national exit poll. Do you think climate change, also known as global warming, <laughs> is a serious problem? So look, sometimes the answer is to just go right to just go right at it. And and actually the answer uh that was gotten out of that, that exit poll was fifty eight percent yes. And Forty percent no, and that was among obviously voters in in that election. But you know now in our question we do have both at our disposal, and it doesn't seem like it makes uh, a very dramatic difference these days.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. (laughs)
1: Uh, um, But it also strikes me that this is going to be something that's a front and center in the Democratic primary debate, and then you know a second part of it is going to be I think what it symbolizes. And that's one of the things that we, I think, need to explore going forward to kind of give people a sense of how we as pollsters are going to come at this um, in the future is what it is that we will measure out of this and what climate change, global warming means to voters. And in some sense, I think it starts to symbolize what Democrats are often prioritizing, which is being able to affect things globally, certainly respect for or paying attention to what they believe is scientific evidence. For sure. Yeah. I think that's a larger
0: part of this narrative. Yeah, and the way you know Democrats are characterized sometimes as, as caring too much about animals or the environment as opposed to people, it may also play a part into this. Is it going to be an issue that is about caring for the planet or is it going to be an issue about... Uh, if raised from the opposite direction, you know, you're not caring about the economic hardships of certain regions of the country. So we'll see.
1: So if you're after a particular voting group, one that maybe lives in cities as opposed to places where there's, you know, oil and gas extraction or places where folks have to work the land. And that's something that if the Democrats aren't after those particular voters, then they'll be criticized for not being sensitive to or not paying attention to the economic impacts of voters in those regions.
0: Yeah, and it'll be interesting going forward to see if Americans do think alternative energy is an economic winner as well as something that's good for the planet. Because obviously if that's something that is true, then that's going to be a real selling point, not just for the Democratic primary, but possibly for the general election as well. Yeah. An alternative
1: energy, which you bring up, is an interesting part of this. You know, there have been studies. I, I saw one from Pew back from 2016. They found that there was bipartisan support for at least expanding solar and wind. Now, go a step further. That just because there's support for a policy doesn't mean People think it will solve every problem to do that. You know, it's like saying, okay, infrastructure, we ought to have more roads and bridges. That doesn't mean it'll clear up all traffic, but it's kind of seen by people as a step in the direction.
0: And one of the tricks of polling on this is to give people a choice. You can't just say, do you want more wind power? Of course, why not? But do you want more wind power? Will it cause you to lose jobs in other uh, sections of the economy? You have to be a little more sophisticated in how you get out this question.
1: Yeah, and give people a trade-off.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Exactly. Like anything, yeah, sure, everybody wants more of everything if it doesn't have a cost, but you have to put up against a cost. So if there's investment, let's say, in wind power, does that come at the expense of investment in, name some other energy that might be more efficient if there is one, or more immediate, or, or et cetera? Yeah. And there's also the component here of, the way that the parties are going to talk about this, if it becomes a debate over who is entirely right versus who is entirely wrong on climate change or global warming, that's a different framework for people to process because people have often have a tendency to sort of consolidate into all the positions of their, you know, of their party. Right. As opposed to whether it becomes a debate
0: over what to do about it. Right, and that's going to be the tricky part of the general election. We know in the Democratic primary that people pretty much agree, the Democrats pretty much agree on what global warming is and what its threat is. But, you know, how do you get that, you know, 40% of Republicans who thinks that global warming is an issue but is caused by natural patterns? How do you get them on board for a global warming agenda if that's going to be sort of your uh, political part of your political platform?
1: So we'll have to start talking about would you favor or oppose taxes on corporations that produce, say, greenhouse gases? Would you favor or oppose a tax or some way to fund investment in or research in alternative energies? Part of that will be understanding if people think that those alternative energies would be efficient or would pay off. Then there's the international component. Do you favor or oppose the U.S. working with other countries or, as you pointed out, taking the lead? And also, you know, who knows, taxes or incentives for hybrid cars? It's which one of those things sort of jumps out at you and which one of those things might somebody actually be following along with? Might, Might they be informed on? Are people really up to speed on the state of, renewable energy in the U.S.? Do they really know a lot about, say, what wind power
0: can or cannot do, what solar power can or cannot do? Yeah, I mean, there's so many aspects to this topic, which makes it tricky. You know, is it clean water? Is it renewable resources? Is it national sovereignty in in dealing with international treaties? Americans could be more well-versed in certain aspects of it than others, depending on where they are in the country. And how does that all conglomerate into one issue, the environment? It's a difficult question to try to get at. Well, and that brings us, I think, to our final
1: big point, which is the environment defined, right? (laughs) And and so uh, on one hand, we have to be aware that people may be thinking of the planet. They may be thinking of the ozone layer or they may be thinking about whether or
0: not their water is clean, something really local, right? We actually don't know when we say the
1: word environment.
0: That's a good point. And which will be more salient for them in terms of making it an issue. We don't know.
1: Right. And so that will be up to our challenge. And as folks listen to this and they start to see polls come out on the topic, you know, it's up to us and folks should demand that their pollsters actually lay that out for you. What is it that you mean by the environment? Are there differences by region even by where people live? Well, we've got our task ahead of us then. We do. We do indeed. Overall, the climate for polling on this, well, it looks uh, looks favorable. Looks like (laughs) there's a lot of uh, questions uh, out there that we need to put to people and get a lot of interesting answers. Fred, this has been really fun. Thanks. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. That will do it for this episode of Where Did You Get This Number? As always, let me thank our producers and studio engineers who uh, help make all of this possible. No, let me correct that, who make all of this possible. And that's Alan Pang and Luis Geraldo, Oscar Gonzalez, and everybody at CBS News Radio. Uh, please follow us if you don't already. We are at Get This Number on Instagram, we are at Get This Number on Twitter. I am Anthony Salvanto. I'm at Salvanto CBS, and uh, download us and subscribe if you uh, if you haven't already on iTunes, on Stitcher, and rate us if you like it. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Once again, this is Anthony Salvanto, CBS News, and I will see you back here next episode.